I was living in a small town in Northern California uh, called Arcata, going to Humboldt State University. I can just say that I was extremely depressed at that time in my life. I was 20. I didn't know who I was. Um, I didn't like who I was. I woke up every morning feeling really alone, feeling really depressed. And it was just, it wasn't just a psychological depression, it was a whole body depression that would come and go in these incredible waves. I felt like it was so bad that I didn't want to be here on the planet anymore. And I didn't really know much about suicide or if that was even an option. Basically when I thought about suicide, I, I didn't want to have to hurt myself. I, I wanted to be just taken and, and without any pain, without any repercussions, I felt like I just wanted to, to go. So at the time and for a long time before that, even as a kid, I felt like I had a connection with the, with the divine, with God. And I would ask God, I don't know, I would say probably fairly regularly if I could just go home, if I could just go back to you. At this stage of my life, it was the second year of my of college and going through this depression, feeling like I didn't belong on the planet, feeling like I couldn't control this depression, not knowing how to ask for help in any way. I called out to the universe, to God, to that higher power, and just said, I don't want to be here anymore. Please take me. If I cannot be happy, I just want to go. I think it was about four days later, roughly four days later, I was mountain biking in the Redwood Forest. There's a Redwood Forest behind the school where I was attending, and um, I had probably went into that forest on the bike trails um, twice or three times a week. It was my sanctuary. The forest has always been a place that I felt most at peace and at most at home. And that particular day um, really was no different. I went on my bike pass. I decided, you know, to, to, to take the normal pass that I always had. And um, I never wore a helmet. I didn't think it was cool or that I needed it because I wasn't doing anything extreme. And again, this day was no different. I didn't have a helmet. I was just gonna <clears throat> go into the trails and enjoy myself as much as I could. So when I was heading home, I usually would take these, you know, they would be moderate size, smaller jumps um, that went downhill. And so I took this jump and I had noticed as soon as I hit the jump that someone had built it up within days because I, maybe two days prior, I, I, I took the same jump, but someone had built it up. So it was almost, um, almost vertical. And I knew as soon as I hit that jump that I was gone. My front tire hit the earth, then it was the handlebars. I came down on my head and my neck, and then my back was the last to hit the ground, and I was out. The next thing I remember, I was floating 
at the tops of the redwood trees. The redwoods have like these crowns, these big green crowns, and um, even science calls says that they have their own ecosystem, and they're they're incredible. And I was around all of these trees, kind of at the tops, and um, I didn't really have a form, a physical form. I couldn't explain it. It was. I was condensed in this space, my my awareness, but I also felt very expanded at the same time. And I remember just, I remember looking at the, de I could see the detail on the trees, like the needles of the redwood trees and the, the sun coming and hitting them and sparkling. I could sense an amazing peace that was, um, you know, and it's hard to explain. It was just like the silent place. I also remember from the space looking down and seeing my body on the ground, dead, just laying there. And I thought, oh wow, okay, so I'm separate from this part of myself. And um, there was just, be, besides this piece, there was this feeling of that I could feel and sense everything. The, I, the beach was like five to ten miles away. I could hear the waves. I could feel the breeze moving through this part of me. Um, I could hear sounds like birds calling out miles away. And I just felt instantly connected to everything. I remember looking down at my body again and the question kind of came up, do you want to go further or do you want to go back? And my instant response is, was, I don't want to die. And as soon as I said the word die, I was back in my body. I, I actually said die, I could, that woke me up. I was back in my body and as I, I was experiencing incredibly intense pain. Um, I could feel this electrical pain, the stabbing pain. I was having trouble breathing. Um, I had a rapid heart rate. I was trying to take breaths as much as I could. Um, my vision was incredibly blurry, but at the same time as I was going through this pain, it was simultaneously, I could see fairies coming down from the trees, kind of dive bombing up, dive bombing me and going up and laughing and giggling. I could hear this ringing in my, well, not just in my ears, but I could feel it in my whole body. It was like, the best way I could explain it would be like a Tibetan singing bowl. And these were actually the cedar trees, the redwood trees vibrating. And what I believe were supporting and healing me at this time. So I had made the decision not to go any further. I was back in my body and after some period of time, I lost consciousness again, and I was out. My next memory after I lost consciousness, um, laying there on the dirt, was being in the hospital. And a doctor leaning over me, uh, saying, you're very lucky, you're very lucky, you're very lucky. I think he might have been repeating that, just so I could wake up. And... Um, then I heard him say, you didn't break any bones, and you're alive, you're very lucky. And <laughs> he was asking me who, you know, asking me, at, going through the protocol, what's your name, 
where are you living, what day is it, I didn't know any of this except for a number that from a family friend who lived in town and I blurted that out. So I went to their house, my family friends, and um, I was there for about a week laying on their couch in pain, taking pain medication um, before my mom came down and picked me up. Why did I come back? That's a really good question. I, I, I thought for sure that I didn't want to stay here on the planet at all. I was so depressed. And I realized that as I was this part of me that felt so natural, floating above the trees, um, my explanation would be that this part of me knew that it wasn't time and um, had made the decision that it wasn't time, that I still had learning to do on the planet and ultimately learned to make that connection that I had desired so much of going back home to be able to do that while I was in my body and here on the earth. I believe that the the changes, the my first goal was to get my body better. That was my number one goal. I was in so much pain. I, I actually hadn't broken anything, but I had neurological damage, um, neuromuscular uh, damage, and um, it was hard to walk around. It was hard to focus. I had a concussion as well. And my primary goal, I think, was to just feel better in my body. And um, so I sought out the right treatment for myself to do that, which was a number of alternative therapies such as network chiropractic and cranial sacral therapy, um, massage, um, energy workers, people who are gifted working with energy. So the process of what had changed about me came back in dribbles. Now, I had mentioned before when I was floating above the trees, I had the sense that I could feel, it was almost like feeling everything at a very deep level. And I had always been empathic, but I had shut that off for many years and um, so when I came back into my body, it was like a part of me, that higher part of me was actually coming back into the body as well. So over time, as I would heal myself, um, work on my body, work with the resistance that I was going through, with trauma, with emotions, with memories, as I would work with that and heal that, I would, this empathy came back more and more as well, more and more as well and it felt like it got to the point where um, the the empathy or the being empath it wasn't just with people but it was with the trees and with with animals and with the wind and with the ocean and and all of the elements so I could feel things at a very very deep level now um, bear in mind this did not happen over overnight I didn't have a quick awakening. This was a progression of healing that has taken many years and um, and it is it is a gift um, and it's something that I've learned how to ma to manage and to you know focus with and to learn how it can actually be of service to people. 
So the, I guess, you know, what really is the point of telling your NDE? Everybody's story is different. And, and I believe that for me, I, if I would take like one lesson away or what was my lesson that I could share to people, <laughs> well, there wouldn't be one. First of all, life is incredibly vulnerable. It is a gift and, um, you know, if you, if you have that feeling of you don't want to be here on this planet, I would definitely seek, you know, professional help. There are people out there that are very gifted and being able to help people with um, thoughts, you know, of hurting themselves or not wanting to be here. And um, there's always a gift in everything that comes into our lives. Um, no matter how hard it is or no, no matter how wonderful it is, but for me personally, I would say that it wasn't about me going back home and being with the divine. It was about me learning how to connect with divinity while here on earth, to be able to heal my body and bring in enough light into my body where I can have an ongoing connection with God, with the divine, with source.